0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I am your host, Tyler.
1: You can't see it, but I was waving, and I am your co-host, Till.
0: RWD is our podcast where we argue, debate, and wave into the void yep. about yep. various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD podcast. Mm-hmm. That's on Twitter. Twit- I've fallen off sure. Twitter again.
1: It's it's very difficult to like engage with online masses excessively.
0: Frankly, I just want to tweet out I don't care enough and delete it. <laughs> hmm. it but you know, I should I should just keep it.
1: I should just keep it, right? Just just got to work through it. You got to find the little things that make you happy out there. I got to the... tell you
0: where it really started was a couple weeks oh, ago. Um you know, January 6th, some seditious shit happened, and I went on my own personal Twitter and was following along a lot of stuff on my own personal Twitter. And I have ever since been like just checking my own personal Twitter as opposed to going on the show Twitter. Ah. So I've gotten in my own way, one might say.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Very good. Well. You know, it's probably more important to track your own shit than show shit.
0: I don't care about either of them, actually. You know, it was just really interesting to watch the events unfold on Twitter that particular day. Now I just tweet at our senator calling him a horrible, horrible person.
1: Oh, you're going to get banned soon.
0: Okay. <laughs> I described him in a reply tweet to him as a human skin suit full of sulfurish trash.
1: Ah. Mm-hmm. That sounds all right I don't mind. it's not
0: bannable right <clears throat> it's not bannable that's just uh that's just the truth yeah. anyways i used to be a skin suit full of sulfurous trash back when i was a young teenager you know why
1: oh you weren't that bad Do you know why you weren't that bad
0: because i was a goth kid
1: yeah yeah it was it well you know you had your charms
0: goth kid all black spiky hair
1: god you really didn't have your charms spiked spiked jewelry you were just an angry little asshole. Trip pants
0: with the straps and the metal chains. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? D D wants. They want goth kids in D D.
1: More goth kids. That's that was my that was my norm. Like first off, you know, I, I I didn't think edgy goth kids were the Target audience of DD anymore, so I was surprised when the new Unearth Arcana came out.
0: Gothic lineages. To be fair, these are not Goths in the sense uh, that Marilyn yeah. Manson, alleged abuser, is a Goth. These are inspiration for those Goths.
1: They're pretty close.
0: These are the kind of things that Goths want to be.
1: Yes, right? exactly. Dead inside. De-
0: <laughs> dead, but not dead. Yes. Right? Creature type. More than one. All of these are uh, humanoid and something else, right?
1: Which I don't like. Like I get, and I don't get. I don't know. Well, it's yeah. Like it I doesn't really that they make have sense to be humanoid in order for the normal things like cure wounds and such to affect them, but.
0: But how can you be humanoid and undead?
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I right? Don't know.
0: yeah. It uh so there was three gothic lineages released yes. via yes. Unearth Arcana, Arcana. Uh what, a week ago? Uh I believe it was last week, possibly ten days. A week ago, yeah. About a week ago. And uh they released three playable character races. The Dumpier hex blood and the reborn
1: mm-hmm.
0: that is a pseudo vampire a pseudo hag and a pseudo frankenstein monster
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i see what you're saying i understand what you're saying but the thing that i liked that they did with the dump here is that it isn't it doesn't have to be a vampire kid they, they, they put in there some interesting options for how you got to be this creepy, you know, thing that is wanting and desiring of the, the fleshes and the bloods and the life essence and the whatnot. And uh, it actually reminded me... Um, of uh, a very good uh horror movie uh david cronenberg back in i think it was 77 made a movie called rabid and it was actually very recently i believe 2019 remade um starring uh, lauren vandervoot uh and uh, essentially in the movie, I don't want to you know, give too much away, but a, a woman has a terrible accident and her, her face becomes disfigured um, and she undergoes a radical new procedure to fix it. Um, unfortunately, that radical new procedure causes her to want and crave the, the blood and flesh of humans. So,
0: OK, I dig it. These are pretty explicitly vampires related, though.
1: Uh, no, there was one background that that was. I'm talking perfect. about the here
0: The Dumpier are vampires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're they're so, pseudo vampires.
1: So, no, historically, yes, but if you read the Unearthed Arcana, there's actually great little how you got to be here background things. Yeah, there's different origins, um, of
0: course, but in the descriptor, it is their ties to the undead oh, yeah. Grand Dumpier's a taste of a vampire's deathless prowess, right? Yeah, they're, they're inspired but, by vampires,
1: but to avoid the silly vampire tropes i highly recommend not actually doing that uh like there's some great origins on here uh you know a parasite inhabits your body you indulge your hunger to sate it uh or you are a diminished manifestation of an otherworldly being slaking your hunger hastens your renewal like i love the like honestly when i first read that this had come out and I just quickly read it. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this stupid ass shit. But when I read that, I'm like, okay, this might be interesting.
0: Yes, there are, especially because they also have descriptors for what you hunger, right? Yeah. Can be blood or flesh. Maybe it's something specific. Psychic energy dreams. I like esoteric
1: humors. Dude. Number three is mine. Cerebral spinal fluid, which is
0: very strange because cerebral is your brain and spinal is your spine. So does yeah. it just mean fluid just from your brainstem?
1: I, I, that's what I'm guessing, yes. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I think they're screwing that one up a little bit. But I like, again, thinking about vampires, right, blood, thinking about the kind of psychic vampires in, for example, Doctor Sleep, the Stephen King book slash movie. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. craved psychic energy, right? They drained your steam. Um. So, yeah, I think that this can be a cool thing.
1: So Cool a- is
0: in air quotes, right? It's cool, yeah. edgy goth kid.
1: There's a vampire in uh the show What We Do in the Shadows. Isn't that, that all about vampires? Yeah. Okay. But but this this vampire specifically is not like a normal vampire instead of blood, he feasts on human happiness. Yes. And so he just walks around and bores people till they're asleep <laughs> and he just gets, gets a high on it. <laughs> yes.
0: That's great. I think this this would have to be that in order for me to tolerate it being in my campaign, because I wouldn't want somebody.
1: I don't want I don't want a vampire kid.
0: I don't. I don't want a vampire kid in my group. No. You know, maybe you could do it ironically, which I feel like what we do in the shadows is kind of good for that. Uh huh. Um, but the problem with doing it ironically is that the dump here are pretty good.
1: They they have their their uh, goodness. There is goodness to them.
0: They are a humanoid and an undead.
1: Yeah. Which is we've
0: already described fucking dumb. Yep. They can be medium or small.
1: What would you be? I'd small. Be small. Yeah. yeah. Small. <laughs> you know why? Yeah. Your speed's still 35.
0: Because your speed's 35. <laughs> My wee little vampire, I'm three foot with nothing, blazing around. I uh, love it. Can see in the dark, natch. Yep. Spider climb. Makes sense. Climb speed equal to your walking speed. And at level three, you can move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings while leaving your hands free. You can just walk on walls. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's
1: crazy. Plastic vampire shit.
0: Right. Level three, 35-foot speed, dark vision can walk on walls and ceilings. Yep.
1: That's crazy. That is crazy. It's absurd.
0: Like, but, any any tactical environment that's interior, if you're arranged, you mm-hmm. are set. Yep. Their vampire bite kind of whatever.
1: See? I beg to differ wholeheartedly. Okay, go ahead. I, I For one very clear reason so and maybe you can help me out i was trying to find another um race another actually now that i'm saying it i just thought of it i was trying to find someone else that has uh natural weapons minotaur uh well see you say that uh i was gonna go to the shifters tabaxi I know. tabaxi have claws yeah so any of those here uh tortle i know they've got claws do they specify? And I, I didn't. I meant the modifier. To no. Uh, the the claws are natural weapons. That's what they say. Which you can use to make unarmed strikes. Um, typically, they just say that. In this, though, they very specifically mention that it is a simple melee weapon. So your you bite. can smite with it. You can use monk dice for it. Ah, uh, why? Uh huh.
0: Why? Monks- Monk
1: weapons count as any unarmed strike or any simple melee weapon and short sword. That's
0: got to be an oversight.
1: Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, just by itself, it's very good. You do the D4 plus your con mod, which I think is interesting that it's con instead of strength or dex. That's interesting. That allows
0: non melee people to use it. Yes. Right. Spellcasters and such.
1: Yeah. So they get that. They get to heal. They regain hit points equal to the damage dealt. So, you know, D4 plus two or whatever. But the next thing is what I find incredible. They gain a bonus to the next ability check or attack roll they make. The bonus equals the damage dealt. So if they do four damage with the first bite, their next bite does has an extra four to the attack, which almost guarantees it hits. And if you're missing half or more of your hit points, you get advantage on the bite. Well, that's an so
0: it's an either or situation. You could gain health or the bonus.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying like... And
0: you only get to do it times equal to your proficiency. Yeah, Is it worth your action to do 1d4 plus, you know, even even additional
1: four? Yeah, I mean, if I'm, like, you know, in a fight, it doesn't seem that unreasonable.
0: I mean, again, it's a very niche ability. I don't think it is going to be replacing my regular attacks anytime soon.
1: No, no. But it'd be good, especially, like, maybe... um, you know, maybe instead of casting Vampiric Touch, you just use this bite and save your third level spell. I mean, this is
0: if if they didn't change it and this was a monk thing, right? I use well, a key point to take like I'm tanking. Take the key, use the key point to take the dodge and bite to gain health. Like this is this is a a, a good ability for that kind of thing. Yes, but I, that's got to be a, an oversight.
1: Exactly, that's that's what I said. That's they they have to take that part out well when
0: you reply um, to the uh, UA feedback form you can put that in there
1: I'm sure I will not be the only one but yes yeah. I you know but it's it's fine I I don't I'm not mad at it I think these I think the dump here is good so yeah
0: I think it's actually sort of qualitatively good especially considering um you can increase one of those ability scores by two and another one by one It's no reason to specify anymore. Yep. Right? I just get to do whatever I want.
1: Yeah. But I do like that they don't get, like, languages and skills and all this other stuff. They just get the climb and the bite.
0: Well, yeah, they are what they are. Yeah. I wonder if they meant to give them languages. Anyways, the next
1: is the Hexblood. It's pretty bad. Oh, they get common in one other language. Okay. They're all of them. There you go.
0: Oh yeah, because it's it's before each section. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh um,
0: I think the hag's blood is not good.
1: I, I did not think it was good.
0: It is supposed to be descendant of hag magic somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it's got origins very much like the dump here. Maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe a coven of Hags. Lost one of the members, and you were you were created to replace the lost hag, like I mean, these are cool story starters, right? Yeah. A druid transformed you into a hag. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, um it actually it, it reminds me a lot of not the D&D version of uh changelings, but a classical folklore telling of changelings how they are fae creatures that get swapped out at birth with other normal babies.
0: Yeah, this this one feels more aligned with sort of historical um folktale and stuff mm-hmm. but like more so than the the dump here where that just feels like oh, i'm a vampire um but it doesn't make it good
1: right so you know they get the dark vision well good. first
0: of all they're fey and humanoid
1: there you go right but they don't get the fun elvish avoid sleep shit they still can be put to sleep
0: yeah they get a weird fey resilience advantage on saving throws to avoid or end charmed condition yeah so it's it's like a watered-down fae. Exactly. But yeah, dark vision, medium or small, 30 feet. So you choose
1: small, take the 30. They shouldn't be small, because hags are big. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I,
0: I have no idea why they allow an ore in any of this.
1: Uh, I think because it, it's play test, they'll get the feedback, and they'll make up their minds.
0: It's just another one of those things like, just do whatever you want. Yeah. Just do whatever you want.
1: Uh, hex magic is fine. You know, disguise self or hex. You, you, know, you can, can do, cast you can a disguise self and
0: hex spells with this trait. Yeah. Once you cast them, long rest. You can uh, also cast these spells using any spell slots. slots. Yeah. You know, thinking about the fur bulk, they can cast disguise self on themselves, right? Mm-hmm. This you can just cast. Yes. You can just do those things.
1: I like getting hex as a racial spell. It's a good one.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It fits. I like it. Hex isn't the best spell in the world, but it can be good when you use it properly. Exactly. Um, it's not really a combat spell.
1: Yeah, the extra D six damage never hurts. The
0: magic token is strange.
1: Ugh. Like I can't even imagine doing it. Like like in game, being like, oh wait a second, as I pull out my incisor and hand it to you,
0: and that like this. Yep, I rip out a, a nail from my hand and give it to you.
1: Hold on to this for me.
0: And while the token is imbued this way, you can send a telepathic message to the creature holding the token. As long as you're within 10 miles. Uh Uh-huh. As long as you're within 10 miles of the token, you can use your action to enter a trance and look through the token as if
1: you were there. You're blinded normally. It's so stupid. Who's not putting this token like in a pocket or in a bag? All you're going to see is the inside of the bag or the pocket. And then you'll hear muffled things
0: i feel like you know a a lenient dm would say well you can you know you can see in here as if you're there right even if i have it in a pocket um so you get
1: to treat your tooth and nail like a scry focus as long
0: as it's in somebody's possession because you're right like unless i had like on a necklace or it's holding it it's not very good yeah it's a one-way sending which kind of sucks yeah. You can't receive
1: a telepathic message? It's just weird and creepy and why? Like I that's I, just, I don't get why they did this. Uh
0: I don't know. It feel it just feels weird and creepy, right? Yeah. I don't I think it was supposed to feel kind of weird and creepy.
1: I think they're running out of ideas.
0: <laughs> well, you lead me to a point that I had texted you um you know, we've gotten some Magic the Gathering settings, right? Uh-huh. This could be are tipi- dipping our toes in the Innistrad Magic the Gathering setting. Maybe. Which was very vampire and zombie heavy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right?
1: I I played many black decks, yep.
0: Yeah, Innistrad Innistrad was a good setting, right? It's got like a uh, you know that kind of bloodborne uh mm-hmm. environment, right? Tricorn yep. hats, uh gangs with pitchforks and knives or pitchforks but, and
1: torches. I mean, we already have that with uh Yeah.
0: He uh, uh, gets the, every one of those marks. What's that place called? It's called Ravenloft.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Ravenloft and Innistrad could exact could be the same thing. They so, could be
1: exactly the same, yeah. Or
0: this could be expanding on the, the Strad environment, like you know Ooh, that there Demiplane.
1: You there you go. So
0: I think this is leading to something. I don't think they're just randomly throwing goths at us.
1: I don't know. I th- I think they're trying to keep putting out new stuff for Five E, but I think they're running out of ideas.
0: I don't think it's possible to run out of ideas. It's impossible to run out of good it's possible to run out of good ideas. Okay, there you go. Um so the last one for our first segment here is part zombie or part Frankenstein's monster.
1: Okay, so isn't this kind of just a different version of the Revenant which they already tried to make a thing?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: I mean this one's just less good.
0: You are you died and came back is the basic um is the basic thinking here? Again, it's got some fun origin things,
1: some lost would memories. Would you be a construct or an undead?
0: It could be a construct or an undead.
1: Yes, which would you be? Construct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. No question.
0: Um, you were magically resurrected, but something went wrong, or perhaps you were a necromancer's undead servant for years. One day, your consciousness returned. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> I think this is actually, I honestly, I think this might be my favorite one of them, as stupid really? as it is. Yeah
1: oh um, no not not i this is my least favorite
0: well i have a very specific reason why go ahead um so the humanoid odor construct right yeah medium or small yep 30 feet yep dark vision uh-huh deathless nature yeah right advantage okay. against poison resistance to poison damage okay advantage on death saving throws yeah that's big is it it is is it yes That's a really good ability. I don't know about that. You don't need to eat, drink, or breathe. Yeah. So you can sit underwater forever. Uh Uh-huh. And then you don't need to sleep. And magic can't put you to sleep. You're immune to sleep. Yeah. Finish a long rest in four hours if you spend those hours in an inactive, motionless state during which you retain consciousness. So you're always on watch. You might not finish your rest if something happens, but you're always on watch.
1: Okay. And then
0: the last ability...
1: Which is real fast, I mean, Warforged already have advantage in, on saving throws against being poisoned and resistance to poison damage. You don't need to eat, drink, or breathe. You are immune to disease, which is actually a better thing. That's good. And you don't need to sleep and magic can't put you to sleep. So that already all is a thing.
0: These might as well be Warforged. Yeah. But do Warforged have knowledge from a past life?
1: Okay, just as much as I don't like the stupid ghost rogue, it's the same thing <laughs> with this.
0: When you make an ability check that uses a skill... You can roll a d6 and add the number rolled to the check. Number of times per day equal to proficiency bonus.
1: Okay, ready? What's the ability check that you're adding it to?
0: What do you, what do you mean? Athletics.
1: Athletics? Okay, I'm adding it to my initiative every time.
0: Ability check. Oh, is that's right. Initiative is a dexterity check. Initi- no, uh, ability check that uses a skill. So initiative wouldn't count. Ah. Ability check that uses a skill. So it'd have to be specifically when it says dexterity
1: check. No you know, well, parentheses. At least before it had some use. Now that would have it's been worthless. ridiculous, right? Yeah, that would have been real good. Now it's now it's just. Oh wow! My stealth check. and that there, D six. So I'm gonna make a reborn, phantom
0: rogue. Yeah, and just get is. all the skill bonuses. <laughs> just, just I'm good
1: at everything. Every because
0: of because of my ghost. You know. What do I need to be good at today? You know what I'm gonna make. Arcana. Um. Um. Major the major from Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Motoko. She's a reborn with a ghost. Well, she's a phantom rogue. There it is. Nailed it, right? Nailed it. Uh, so I think this one is actually probably the thing in terms of the three in terms of their abilities, right? This one is probably the, the most fun slash best.
1: See, my problem with it is being Okay. How do I phrase this without insulting somebody? salt away I, who cares I, I don't understand how I could want to play a character that has no knowledge of their past
0: that's easy you are I would say 75% of DD players
1: like well I, yes I I I, I admittedly uh, that is true but but like <sighs> So I don't, I don't know I you're, don't
0: you're right partially right they have their reborn origins they kind of forgot of stuff but there's still a time between when you became a reborn and when you went on an adventure
1: so you could well you no, could... Well, no you, i'm not saying they can't have a backstory I'm saying that there's this you know huge gap you know assuming that they were probably adults when they died you know there's a 20 30 year gap that they just don't have any memory of but that's that's the whole that's your whole character hook I know and I don't know why you would want to play a character that has that that's like half of movies i okay, don't know where i
0: came from i need to find out
1: well see that's the thing so a, a normal adventurer has some past that leads them to this thing but these guys are the opposite they don't have a past so they're actually just trying to figure out their past it feels like it makes for a very selfish adventure this
0: is kind of a perfect character for like um um what's the very for a tomb of annihilation is that the island adventure
1: yeah, oh, that's one of them. Right, Skulls like Salt Marsh. I, yeah. I went
0: to this island because my my search for my origin has led me here. Right, like mm-hmm. perfect. I, I, and the DM can just be like, okay, perfect. I'm just gonna make this big bad responsible for your origin, you know, kind of thing.
1: I feel like Tomb of Annihilation might not be a good one for this. No, because, I'm just saying it fits of in the soul ability on the island. Oh yeah yeah
0: well you know you could be part of that like somehow that's why somehow you are reborn and not just uh, a.
1: you're special you're the one that got back you're somehow. special
0: yeah see i think this can fit in some places
1: okay i like it i don't the hag Blood. i don't like the hag, hex blood whatever it hex is. blood's trash yeah. it's
0: stupid i don't understand it its abilities oh, no, are weird it's never creepy it. never in my life um i mean overall i say i like them but that's like having advantage and disadvantage right i i like it and i don't like it
1: Mm-hmm. because
0: mm-hmm. goth kids goth kids goth kids you know what you get a magical tattoo on one of these and you've just checked all my Ooh. boxes
1: Ooh, yes yes eventually we will get some magical piercings you know eye brow nose as long
0: as it's a dick piercing
1: that well, unequivocally that <laughs> prince albert is happening
0: that's my character name next character prince albert okay all right you're
1: just a tattoo and uh piercing artist and you go around the world and i don't show. know why And I don't know why. You're reborn. (laughs)
0: Perfect. Okay, perfect. Um, We're going to come back and talk about something stupid.
1: Okay, hi. Hello.
0: You know, uh, I should really get a better way coming back from breaks.
1: I feel like... The breaks are only like 10 seconds, so it's not that big a it deal. It would
0: be longer if anybody cared enough to sponsor us. I could put a... That's, that's the whole Ooh. reason it's there, right? It's, it's future-proofing the show. I thought it
1: so we could decide what we're going to talk about next.
0: No, I can... All, we can always just pause and do whatever. I don't have to record everything, but I put it in there. That way, one day, if I need it, it's there. Okay.
1: Interesting. And it provides a nice... we retroactively add...
0: There are mechanisms by which to make it so the ads on old shows change. I don't know mechanically how to do
1: that. Um, okay. Well, in the event that we ever hit 12 listeners, we'll have to look into that.
0: Well, you know what? I think in about a month, a month and a half ish, we're, we're you're really close to 100 episodes.
1: Dude. I think we're fucking, around 90 ish. That's fucking crazy.
0: I know. So I'll have to do the math and check that out. We'll have to do something special.
1: <laughs> End the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be very on brand for me. <laughs> like, you know what? This has been really great. We're done. We're done. That's yeah. We're done. We're going to end on a high
1: note. Um, Not a lot of shows do that. that I don't know. What, end on a high note? No, just just end on their own terms, I think is a better way to put it.
0: I feel like a very few shows end on their own terms. Yeah. Uh, The Newsroom did that. There you go. Perfect. Which, honestly, the last episode was a little weird, but I loved everything about that show. I think um, uh, I'm, I'm brain farting on jeff daniels jeff daniels right Mm -hmm. great actor so good absolutely incredible so uh a great show if you guys haven't watched the newsroom it's it's an aaron sorkin walk and talk kind of show so if you're not into the west wing kind of thing it's not for you but if you'd like the west wing you like newsroom there you go you know liberal wet dream kind of show (laughs) Uh, all right so i had text i had messaged you and you said save it for the show what this is what i sent what would you think about a future campaign where I request that players make the best combat characters possible as effective as possible at all levels, not for a combat heavy campaign, but for the combat in that campaign to be super challenging. Yes. And you said, shut the fuck up, save it for the show.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I went to type something probably 20 (laughs) times because there were things I I kept wanting to say the things and I'm like, no, no. Okay. What were you want to say? There's a lot of things I want to say to that. Firstly, uh, if if that exact thing that you just said is not what we are currently doing, I am fucking terrified that somehow the fights that we're fighting are not super challenging.
0: I mean, I'm not saying the fights you're fighting aren't super challenging, but that is not what you're doing. It isn't. No, your character might be. You, okay, for the for the audience, what are you playing again?
1: Uh, I'm a dwarven rune knight.
0: You're the tallest dwarf in the history of dwarves. Yes. And very good.
1: Yes. But okay, uh, I guess I should rephrase. With the exception of maybe Tobinnis, none of us make characters that are not as good in combat as they possibly can but be. But did
0: you make the did you as a party and an individual coordinate like I'm going I am doing this with this feat at this time with this character specifically this background like everything optimized? to have a character that is the deadliest version of themselves at all times
1: i can't get them all write a backstory <laughs> you, you want them to plan 20 levels of a character so
0: no because they probably die right five levels is fine uh so you're your thinking is that i'm already challenging you yes you yes, like you think so... the fungal giant that you faced was challenging
1: no, not every fight, but like a majority of our fights are not. Ju- for example, for example, in most campaigns, you eventually have a uh, you know a horde of of goblins that you can kill. You can just slice slice them in one head and they're down, and you just run through them. You know, like you used to have the feet cleave, and things were just happy hunky dory, or you know the horde of zombies, or you know, we never have just. A fight where we get to just feel like gods, like fucking golden gods. You know, every fight is holy shit, holy holy shit, holy shit. Like, (laughs) luckily, yes, the fungal giant went down without much issue. But the next fight that we're about to have...
0: Oh, you mean? Can you the, please
1: describe what we're going into soon?
0: You mean you trying to stop the resurrection of a forty foot tall giant with a elder brain in inside of it?
1: Yes, yes, that is precisely what I'm talking about. Surrounded by a cabal of mind flayers.
0: So I want to go back to a recent encounter in our campaign. You went into a cave. You're seeking an alternate path into the underdark because the path in was a very hard fight. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you found a basilisk cave. Yes. Basilisks super easy to kill with the exception that you can't look at them uh-huh so what would have been you know so quick if you'd taken the risk of looking at them was actually much harder than i thought it would be so that one was on me that one was a lot harder than i thought it than it needed to be
1: well and that one that one was fun though like it was even fun though it was right it was fun but like the one before that that yeah, was that was that, really was... hard that was very fucking hard. But I
0: told you it was gonna be really hard.
1: Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like, um, okay, okay. Uh, before that, uh, the uh, what was what was the fight before that? Uh, let's see. We would have just uh, broken up as a group, so it would have been the oozes. I think would have been the last fight. The oozes in the, the, the lake. The, the, the oozes in the lake. Yeah. Yeah. That was so. fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know. um, and uh, what was before that you know so I think the point is when you first send that to me, my first thing was are the fights we're having right now not challenging I <laughs> is he uh, is he not is he does not does he not feel like we are struggling at times
0: at every every session I think back on it and I think that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be <laughs> I think e- almost every time I look okay, at well, it, like I think about it the next day, and I go, "Man, they really just made quick work of that fungal giant." That it had like reactions; it had things that happen when you hit it. It had range attacks. It had like you know, um, like a a cooldown ability, and it got mm-hmm. like three turns.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's just scaling. I mean, anytime you put a single creature against a party it's not going to be as hard as it should be so if you made but if you put two of those giants against us we might have died
0: if you were consciously trying to make right yes. the best say four person combat mm-hmm. party possible team. yeah you know what's your gut say that you're putting together Uh, warlock rogue fighter, something no, uh, maximum DPS, right? Maximum survivability, maximum DPS.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. I'm not thinking about DPS and survivability, so I'm gonna go probably uh, life domain cleric, okay? Uh, paladin, kind of paladin, get those smiteys in. Um, vengeance, I was thinking vengeance. Uh, vengeance or ancients for the magic resistance boost that's a good defense ability um saves your cleric yeah exactly um definitely rogue which rogue uh i like the inquisitive because it's almost always guaranteed to get the uh sneak attack although obviously the phantom is way up there in terms of being able to hit multiple things with sneak attack um and then so i've got you need
0: a spellcaster damage
1: yeah yeah which i say i mean i feel like i have to go evocation wizard that's also big either that or war magic wizard
0: i don't think the war magic wizard is as good
1: so i like the evocation wizard because then he used to be throwing fireballs on top of the guys in the front right and just sculpting Sculpting it around them. them exactly Right, so, so that
0: feels that feels like a pretty traditional party, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The the paladin could. You oh, know. that
1: that's that's a classic. Yes, right. That, it's, that's it's spellcaster,
0: rogue, healer, tank. Um, the tank might be a you know might be a fighter in a lot of traditional senses, but a paladin makes sense because he's got this smites.
1: Like literally, I think those were the first what four classes, right? Like priest, thief, fighter man, and mage.
0: Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Because that's that's the quintessential party, right? Yeah. That's what it is in World of Warcraft. Like that's a perfect four party comp. That's what it is in. The, what's the game where you go through the dungeon as those four things? Um, it's an arcade game. It's just full of oh, fucking Gauntlet skeletons.
1: Legends? What? Gauntlet Legends.
0: Yes, Gauntlet. I think that's right. Right. That's just that's just what it is. So, yeah. the the reason I asked right is because <clears throat> a every time I think that wasn't as hard as I thought, and b, um, the expectation would be set. That every fight will be the fight for our lives, more or less. We are supposed to be really good, so we're not going to be going up against cheap little shits. That's mm-hmm. that's not our job. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to go fight the important fights.
1: So my only concern, and it's a very small concern, uh, because of how things typically go. Uh, would be that focusing so heavily on this this battle-ready party would diminish the role-play in some way.
0: That's why I added, you know, for the question, obviously, <clears throat> because you might be so inclined to solve problems with violence. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, just because you're good at fighting, I wouldn't want it to be just a fighting campaign because that would be boring for some people. I think about... Uh... Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I was listening for the people that would be boring for. Taven, <laughs> you, yes, yes, I, I do enjoy the story, the, the greater story, um, you know, and that's, that's, you know, one of the not what's the right term that that's like the one thing because I made this new character after the party split that I feel like poor Carthage is just lacking is that background in the world. Yeah. And so he doesn't get the chance to, like, in the Underdark, it's fine. He can RP all day. But when he's in some other town, like, he's kind of lost and adrift.
0: Well, you know, we're going to be the Underdark for a minute, so you'll be fine.
1: For four more hours until we're either dead or the situation is resolved. Yeah,
0: but once the situation is resolved, what happens then? Who knows? Nobody except me.
1: <laughs> I like I like that you think you know. I literally have zero idea.
0: <laughs> I mean, I know that you're supposed to go from the exact opposite of the Underdark to the sun shining beaches, um, but I don't think that's going to happen. Some, something something happen. speaks to me. So you yeah. don't think that this would necessarily be effective as a way of playing the game?
1: I think that it could be if you have buy in from the PCs and everybody essentially remembers what we're doing and what our purpose is. Like essentially like going in, no matter what level we start at three, four five, wherever we start at, like we have to say that we are a, you know, a seal team. We are a SWAT team. Right. Th- like this is our purpose. This is, this is the game right. is we get called in when shit gets crazy, you know? So, you you have to remember that, and you can't go in and start just you know talking to the enemy and hoping they'll be your friend or something. This is breach and clear every fucking time.
0: I mean, that's that sounds like a perfect way to start an adventure. Like you guys are, you're the you're the heroes. You sure you're level three? Maybe it's a small town, but you're the heroes of that town. You guys get to eat at the eat and drink at the tavern for free. In exchange, when shit hits the fan, you're the first call they make. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So the adventure starts. They go the the town. They've been trying to deal with this problem X, but you know what? They called in the bad boys, which is you people, mm-hmm. to deal with it.
1: Yeah, like a like almost like a, a, a black ops team. You know, just we're the mercenaries that do the shit that might not want to be done.
0: Right. And there's plenty of precedent in stories that you could get pull inspiration from. TV and movies, right? To make this work, that that showcases a decent role play ability, and I feel like D and D could do better than, say, um like I'm trying to think of an what was the stupid Immortals movie with charlie's Theron?
1: What the Old Guard?
0: Yeah, right. They had that going for them, but they were basically Black Ops SWAT team. Yes, decent. Some good decent role playing in there. It's okay.
1: Yeah, Matt, but you have to remember there were probably like, you know, 300 years of role-playing before they got to the movie. So Yes,
0: right? That's so they a- were kind of like not really talking to each other except the new girl. Um, so I think you could make it work. I just thought about it because I-, I wondered what people would make, right? If I said, okay, as a party, coordinate, make SEAL Team 6, right? What you would do. Um, I think the
1: problem is that... I don't think people would want to kind of fit, because somebody's got to be that fourth person that just kind of bites the bullet and says, okay, everyone else took this option. We need this to fill a team. I'll make that character.
0: I mean, or you make a party of four bards and you just fucking...
1: (laughs) See, or you just, or four paladins. Everyone just has the aura protection. Disgusting.
0: Wait, no, you no. need you need three Paladins and a Cleric so somebody can, like, Guiding Bolt them or something. Okay. Oh, no. Um, um, a, ca- a, spell that, uh, a, a class that can cast Fairy Fire, right? Okay, yep. Drop Fairy Fire on them. All three Paladins have advantage. Crunch, you know.
1: Yep, there you go. Debt. Just march into the line and just smite and walk away. Call it a day.
0: <laughs> Which is a valid strategy in, like, you know, Dragon Age or things where you just put three DPS and a, a heavy, heavy tank in there All that guy has to do is survive the opening um, salvo, and then you murder the fuck out of something. Yep. Yep, So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, what would people do, right? What would I do? Um, And you made, you you know, your instinct says make the classic balanced team. Um, but I don't know if that would be the best thing.
1: Honestly, uh, one of the best comps that we've had as a group was the first three, the... The life cleric, the frenzied barbarian, and the bard. Yeah, I don't remember College what kind of lore. bard he was. College of um College of Lore. Yes. Because he could take he got the additional magical secrets and he yes. could take extra things to help. Yeah, it's uh, a three person
0: comp that worked out pretty well.
1: Yeah, because you know, you got Bard doing support, you got cleric healing the tank, and the barbarian had a hundred more life than everyone else, so all you gotta do is keep him alive while he's raging and your money.
0: Well, I guess you think I'm <clears throat> already challenging you
1: which <laughs> the, the, the fights the fights are not cakewalks right now but I understand what you're saying in that uh, and I like the idea that it would require most likely more coordination tactical coordination in a fight
0: well you I think my closing point is just to sort of rephrase not rephrase recontextualize what you said the fights aren't cakewalks From your perspective, they're not cakewalks. From my perspective, they feel like cakewalks. Like for you, like you guys, you move through it pretty quickly.
1: I feel like that's only because you don't have to then live with the, you know, the expenditure of resources and the insert. You know what's coming next. You you know the world. Okay. We don't. So you know, after I burn all of my rune abilities from being a rune knight and use my second win and use my action surge, I'm sitting there and I just essentially have my normal attacks and nothing else. And I'm sitting there like, okay, well, hopefully nothing else comes out that door.
0: I think that's exactly what it is. You know, I look at it and I go, okay, well, they're fine now. And you look at it and you go, fuck, I hope we're okay.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: All right. Okay. I think, you,
1: I think you just need to be a PC for a while. I do. I really desperately do.
0: Um... So I'll kill you all this week, and we'll make oh, it Oh, great. Who's
1: going to DM? You. You said you're ready. I'm, yeah, when we start playing in person. well, Okay. So, yeah, if you're ready to play in person, I'm ready to go. Tabin. <laughs> For you into the Cyberpunk campaign? I don't know. i right. do the Cyberpunk campaign. I think it'll be fun.
0: That's it. Happy February, everybody. It is. Uh-huh. Make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it rate it please wherever you found it you know five stars thumbs up whatever that helps other people find the show yeah follow us on twitter I occasionally tweet feel free to send us topics at rwdpodcast at gmail.com and as always we will see you next time until then goodbye